Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. Each week, I'll bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way. There's always bigger, brighter waves to surf that will change our world. So grab your boards. Hello, and welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm Christy Walsh, and we are going to be surfing the asteroid waves today. And I'm excited to bring this show to you today. I've been sort of snooping around uh, what the different asteroids uh, sort of mean to myself and folks around me and looking at astrology charts. And um, usually in astrology charts, we have many items to look at like fixed stars or planets or the centaurs like Chiron um, and also the asteroids. And so today we're going to jump into the surf of the cosmos and we're going to orientate ourselves to where these asteroids are in the universe and whatever constellation they're hanging out in today. Um, and we're going to visit these sort of planet-like places. So we're going to visit Ceres, Pallas, Juno, and Vesta. And these asteroids hang out in the asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter. And so for today, um, it's going to be an out-of-body meditation, as you probably guessed. And we will be getting into our usual cosmic and Earth energies running setup, uh, and then we'll travel out of body. We're going to be using a new technique today where we are going to be gathering our energy up. Uh, we'll also use a Merkaba just to give us a little bit of a bubble or a star around us of energy. Uh, it's a little bit easier to navigate ourselves that way, uh, give us a sense of form, and we're going to travel out to see these asteroids face to face. So this exercise of gathering up our energy is new to surfing the psychic waves, uh, but not to um, medium folks out there. Uh, so most likely, many of you have already experienced this already in some form, um, but you've probably seen it in anyone that's doing trance channeling, trance healing, or trance medium healing, which are lots of words that kind of all mean the same thing, where um, we're gathering up energy as a healer or energy worker, we're sort of moving out of the way, and then we're letting ourselves sort of move about uh, a space or a universe as a spirit while we leave the body behind. And that sounds really dramatic. <laughs> Once you're in meditation, it's not that big of a deal. You're like, I'm doing this all the time. Uh, and most of us are doing this naturally all day long. Uh, for me, it was a struggle to be in my body earlier in my life. Uh, and after many years, it doesn't matter. I can be in it, around it, or out of my body, and its I don't get freaked out anymore. Uh, but it was pretty disorienting as I was growing up. Uh, and where it comes in handy is when you're in a super high-stress situation, um, after it's over, there is some kind of disorientation coming back into the body, and uh, it can contribute to feelings of anxiety, and the list goes on. Um, so usually... This is a situation where many parts of yourself are trying to make sense of whatever happened in the high stress situation. Um, but you can gain awareness today of, you know, how this kind of works. And uh, as you sort of come back to your body, you can know where you were, 
not make yourself wrong about it. Um, you can sort of look at the space you were in. Uh, were you hovering around your body? Uh, were you in your body? Were you out of your body? Were you very far away from your body? All of that is good awareness to have because it's one less thing to make yourself you know, wrong about. So today we're going to practice this and we're going to visit a few cosmic friends uh, out in the asteroid belt. Um, but mainly it's a way to get awareness of uh, this space that we occupy of our bodies um, and how we interact with the rest of the cosmos, not just the earth, but everything. So we've visited planets before on surfing the psychic waves and asteroids do play a part in our astrology charts, as you know. And uh, depending on the day and the hour and the moment, <laughs> whether you're looking at the chart or you're actually experiencing it, you know, as it's happening, um, these planets and fixed stars and asteroids or centaurs, they're all making connection points uh, with your birth chart. And um, how that affects you, it, there's like so many ways it could affect you. And uh, so we're getting acquainted with these other sort of pieces of the astrology chart, um, because you will run into these folks uh, throughout your life, and there'll be different energies you can now recognize, hopefully, after the show. So, like I say, we've visited uh, these, you know, many planets before on Surfing the Psychic Ways, but the asteroids are new to us. Um, and um, some of the mythology behind these astrological objects, I'll give you uh, some of those uh, sort of hints uh, as we go along. Um, the Asteroid goddesses, as they're called, were first made popular by uh, Eleanor Bach. She was a New York astrologer, and she was sort of coined um, uh, or dubbed the mother of all asteroids after publishing uh, the Asteroid Ephemeris in 1972. So I first became acquainted with these asteroids and my discussions with Mark Lerner, who's a very prominent astrologer who runs Great Bear Enterprises. And, and you can find him on greatbearenterprises.com. He studied with Eleanor Bach. So I got to hear all about it. <laughs> and then now, years later, I'm actually, you know, uh, having people meet them, uh, just like I did. So um, before we start, uh, when we're in meditation, if you're Find yourself in an area you don't want to dive too deep um, or you brush up against a big emotion. Um, that is great information for you. Um, you can come back to whatever that is in a meditation later. Um, but for today's show, you can do uh, something a little different where you're just observing the emotion. You can leave it there and we can explore the asteroids. And if there's something you want to come back to, you can do that again in meditation on your own. I just don't want to make someone look at the energy of palace <laughs> if they're already having a reaction to it. So instead, just be the observer and look at that reaction. Like, wow, palace must have a lot to say to me or whatever, Who, whoever sort of shows up. Um, sometimes the messages are big. Sometimes they're subtle. Sometimes you won't notice till the meditation's over. So um, how we'll be doing this is that we'll be sort of landing on the surface of the asteroid, and then we're going to slowly sink into them. Um, I'm not sure why, but a gentle approach seems to work with this asteroid energy. Um, it's really helpful. And the other thing I like to do uh, when I go out uh, bothering 
other objects to, in, in the cosmos is that I bring a gift. So um, I usually bring a gift from the earth. So that could be a crystal or a feather or a flower or just any type of object that you would consider um, a gift. And I'm not sure where this exercise comes into as far as like cosmic manners, but somehow it just started showing up for me. So I've just used it ever since. Um, so if I'm going to someone's house for dinner, I would bring a gift, you know, so it's that kind of idea, but it seems to open up communication between yourself and whatever object or spirit you're sort of working with. So we're going to do that too. Um, so I'd like to get you a little acquainted with these four asteroids um, outside of meditation, but I'll do a little reminder once we're in meditation. Astronomers have said that these asteroids are older uh, than our, the planets in our solar system. So they're part of the original creation, I guess, of the solar system. And uh, that in itself is just kind of a really big sort of message that these asteroids, you know, have seen it all. So there's going to be uh, information and, and energy to sort of learn from these asteroids. So the first one we're going to uh, knock on the door first is <laughs> Ceres. Um, it's the first asteroid that was discovered uh, back in 1801. It's considered a dwarf planet, so it's a little bit like Pluto, and it's the biggest of the asteroids that people talk about. Um, and it's in the constellation of Taurus today. Um, it does move around kind of quickly, so it'll be changing signs pretty soon. Um, in mythology, Ceres is the sister of Zeus, and she was uh, what the Romans... Uh, would call uh, Demeter. Uh, Ceres was to the Romans what Demeter was to the Greeks. Uh, actually, is a better way to say it. And she's the goddess of harvest and agriculture. She's also the mother of Persephone. Um, as an asteroid, she is very round, resembling the moon, like with the you know the craters of the moon. Um, and she rep represents the mother archetype. And to the Egyptians, Ceres was known as Isis. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, Ceres can represent what we need to feel loved and nurtured. So that's kind of similar to some of the other planets we sort of work with in astrology. And Ceres rules over food and cooking and nutrition and gardening. So uh, that's kind of some of the things to note for Ceres. So you might want to think about what kind of gifts you might bring her as we uh, start to get set up in meditation. And as you're thinking of that, uh, let's talk about the asteroid Pallas. Right now, Pallas is in Pisces, I believe. And um, Pallas is also called Pallas Athena. Uh, she's the third largest asteroid um, and there are many mythological stories around Pallas. Um, some say she was Triton's daughter, and others say she was like an older god merged with Athena. So um, some of you might know some of that from your own personal past life history. Um, so Pallas can be interpreted as our creative intellect uh, and help us with creative efforts. And Pallas can be an indicator of wisdom and intelligence and healing. Um, and she's also a little bit of uh, the warrior archetype. 
I, for me personally, I kind of associate Pallas as um, having a connection to Saturn where there's kind of that get it done energy. Uh, it's very strategic. So it also can show you where uh, you have genius qualities in your astrological chart. So you might want to check that out. Um, the next asteroid we're going to visit is Juno. Uh, Juno is in Sagittarius right now, I think. Um, and these asteroids are moving around. So if you're listening to this broadcast, you know, months from now, that's okay. Uh, these asteroids might have moved around to a different constellation. But today she's in Sagittarius, and she's the ninth largest asteroid. And in Greek mythology, she's the equivalent of the goddess Hera. Um, she's very important to both Greek and Roman uh, cultural history, and she was hailed as the queen of the gods. She was a wife of Zeus, and she's supposedly the goddess of of marriages and unions. So in Roman times, Juno was associated with finance and sacred animals, including cows and peacocks. Um, and in astrology, uh, when we're looking at a chart, it is an indicator of what kind of person we're meant to marry. Um, it can also, Juno can also point to protection energy and also represents um loyalty and attachment type of energies um, and what one might need uh, to feel to have a successful, sat satisfying partnership. Uh, you might want to look that up in your chart. And then the last one we'll visit is the asteroid Vesta. Um, the little glyph that Vesta uh, has in astrology charts, it looks like a little flame little campfire and a flame. Um, and right now Vesta is in Libra. Um, and she's like the second biggest asteroid and she moves around quite quickly around, um, the Zodiac signs. Um, she is the Roman version of the goddess Hestia and she's regarded as, uh, very important as she was called upon to bless newborn babies. And in every house of Rome, there was a sacred fire made to Vesta to, for protection. And um, in some temples, it was not allowed to burn out. So um, it has a lot to do with blessing, protection of the home. Um, there's an archetype of Vesta that is the sister or sisterhood. Um, and she's also considered a high priestess. Um, and so Vesta can be um, thought of as having to do with investment. And that's where that word actually comes from. And you can look at it as a way to sort of evaluate some of uh, the financial things that are going on in, in your astrology chart. But once we get out into the cosmos, uh, Vesta might look a little different. Um, and that investment type of theme might look a little bit different as we kind of get into the more abstract sort of areas of uh, meditation. So, okay, I think we're ready to go. So let's just take a deep breath. And uh, we're going to visit series first. And I like you to just take a deep breath and settle into that space behind your eyes. Today, some of you might want to hang out in that area of the center of the head. Others of you might want to hang out at the top of the head, and that's fine. 
when we gather up our energy and sort of move out away from our body, it might feel more comfortable to be in the top of the head area. So that's fine. So let's get our cosmic and earth energies flowing. So from the base of the spine to the center of the earth, we're just going to make a really nice connection to the earth. It doesn't need to be super huge, but just know that it's there. It could be like a waterfall. It can be like a rope. And I'd like you to just allow some of that earth energy to start to flow through the soles of the feet the legs into that first chakra at the base of the spine and it's going to start to bubble up the back channels and the front channels all up and down the body and then from the top of the head I like you to just allow uh, a connection to our sun this is where we'll pull in some cosmic energy from the sun I'd like you to just allow some of that solar light to start to filter into your space from above your head, through the top of your head. It's going to start to flow down the back channels of the body, along the spine, into that first chakra, and it'll start to flow up the front of the body through those energy channels. It's mixing with earth energy. We're just allowing a little more energy to come into the body. We're going to allow some of that cosmic and earth energy to start to split off over uh, the shoulders, at the throat, over the shoulders, down the arms, and out the palms of the hands. Great. So as that earth and cosmic energy starts to flow, there's a little uh, bunch of it that starts to sort of spout off the top of your head, like a little whale spout. And I'd like you to just notice that you have uh, this aura around you, and I'd like you to bring it in really close to the body. Just about six inches all around the body, below the feet, above the head. We want that aura in tight. Great. So let's uh, bring in a little Merkaba, what's called a Merkaba, which is uh, a triangle of energy with a point above your head, with another triangle of energy with the base at your head and the point below your feet. So let's just take a deep breath and just sort of notice as this energy starts to come around us, you can imagine this triangle of energy. being formed where you can just sort of sit in that first triangle point above your head base around your feet or below your feet we want this sort of triangle of energy to be uh, big enough for you to be sort of sitting in standing in lying down in and then i'd like you to to imagine another one above your head kind of upside down with the base above your head and the point below your feet. Just make it roomy enough for you. 
You might notice that it's already starting to like swivel around. You want to connect this Merkaba just like your grounding cord to the center of the earth. And we're not trying to ground you into the earth right now. We're trying to let you just sort of be tethered to the earth, but you can fly around freely. So that earth energy connection can be kind of light. And then I'd like you to just connect the sort of top area of that Merkaba to the sun. Great. So that Merkaba has earth and cosmic energy running through it also. You can imagine that it has a color to it. And uh, if you can't really see one, you can add it. Sometimes folks want to be able to have it be a really bright color, really soft, sort of fuzzy color. But no matter what, you can see all around you, wherever you look outside of that Merkaba, you can see what's going on around you. Okay. So this next sort of piece is that we're going to gather up our energy before we let that Merkaba take off from the earth. So right now you're in sort of your home area space or a space that's very familiar to you. And we're going to be taken off into unfamiliar territory. So what we'd like to do is gather up our energy. So from the soles of your feet, I'd like you to just start to imagine that you're calling all of your energy into the top of the head. So from the soles of the feet, the legs, the hips, all those energy centers in the torso of the body. Just gather your energy into that top area of your head, that seventh chakra. Any energy in the arms, palms of the hands, the heart, the throat, center of the head. I'd like you to just allow that to be gathered up into that seventh chakra. So you might notice that your body might be very limp right now, and that is totally fine. Your body's just doing what it does, and you're going to visit some other places in the universe. So as we're in this concentrated energy space of the seventh chakra, we're in our Merkaba. We have a nice color around it. I'd like you to imagine just starting to step away from this space that you've been in most of the day. And I'd like you to just sort of direct your attention to outside away from the earth. So you might be zooming out very quickly to where if you look back, you would see the earth far below you. And just sort of notice that space. Notice that your body can be limp and that's okay. It's well taken care of. It's connected to the earth. It's connected to cosmic energy of the sun. It's doing just fine. And I'd like you to turn your attention out in front of you. And let's find that space between Mars and Jupiter where that asteroid belt has formed. 
You might notice that you kind of sail on past the moon very quickly in your Merkaba, the six-pointed star. You might see others that are in this meditation. You could just wave to them. You might want to do a little check to see if you have your gifts all lined up for uh, these folks we're going to visit today. All right. And so the first uh, area constellation we're going to visit is a constellation of Taurus. And in that space, you'll find Ceres. It's going to sort of pop up as a yellowy orange light. It's a little bit bigger than some of the other asteroids. And I want you to just sort of notice that you can see Ceres and you can start talking to her now. You might want to give her a heads up that you're coming on by. And I like you to just let that energy of the Merkaba and all that energy that you have in your seventh chakra, top of the head. I want you to just sort of notice that you're approaching Ceres now. And you're going to make a really soft landing on that surface. Just sort of notice where you're landing. Is it right in the middle? Is it sort of at the top of Ceres? Is it like the southern pole of Ceres? It's pretty circular, but you might want to notice the colors you're seeing right now. I'd like you to just give Ceres another big hello. And as you've landed, I'd like you to just sort of present your gift on the surface of Ceres. Great. like you to just take a look around as you notice that surface. Notice how you feel, what sort of the energy is of Ceres to you on that surface. You might see other folks landing off into the distance and that's fine. like you to just bring your attention back to your space in the seventh chakra. And I'd like you to just start to let yourself and that Merkaba sink into the center of Ceres. And as you start to do this, you might notice that you sort of end up in this great hall You might notice different energies in the middle of Ceres. You might see spiritual beings. You might notice that you're drawn to a certain area of this great hall.
I'd like you to just notice who might be greeting you here. It might seem silent like a library. It might seem boisterous like a big party. You might see areas in the hall that have sort of a language chiseled into one of the walls. might notice if it feels open or closed. You might notice if you're guided to a certain area of the hall. And as you enjoy this space, I'd like you to just sort of notice and say thank you to being welcomed here. Great. All right. So I'd like you to just notice the energy around you as we make our way back to the surface. Just notice that you're back in your Merkaba, you're sitting on the surface of Ceres right now. And I'd like you to, to turn your attention back to the earth. And we're gonna make our way back just to the outside of the earth and its atmosphere. And then I'd slowly like you to make your way back to your home base, wherever that is. And as you start to make your way back, I'd like you to just climb back into that seventh chakra, top of the head, with all that energy that's yours. Just notice the new information you have about Ceres. And I'd like you to just let all of your energy start to go back to other parts of your body, all the way down to your toes, base of the spine. Notice that earth energy connection. Notice the top of the head is still connected to the sun. If it feels better to you, you can settle back into that space behind your eyes and you can come out of meditation for now. All right, we're gonna take a little break. And when we come back, we're gonna do some more. So stay tuned. Hi, this is Christy Walsh. We hope you're enjoying the surf today. Come find me on Twitter at Christina Surfing, on SoundCloud or Facebook at Surfing the Psychic Waves, and check out the archives on InflowRadio.com. 
hey, I would love to hear what waves you're surfing right now. For live shows, here's the number to call. 1-760-456-7277. That number again, 1-760-456-7277. We're back surfing the psychic waves. Today we are visiting a couple more asteroids and we're hanging out in the asteroid belt today. So in the first part of the show, we got into an energetic space of being in a Merkaba. We gathered up our energy and we went out to see Ceres. And so in this next piece, we're going to go out and visit uh, a couple more asteroids, Pallas, Juno and Vesta. And so we'll do this all together. They're all kind of in different parts of the asteroid belt at the moment. And uh, we'll see how we do as we get out there in the cosmos. Uh, But first things first, uh, you'll notice your trance state is going to fluctuate as we sort of gather our energy up, go out and say hello to these uh, asteroids. And when we come back, we kind of Uh, settle back into our space. It happens very quickly. And uh, the exercise today is that we gather up our energy into that seventh chakra. We do an out-of-body light trance meditation, and we come back and we do it all over again. And so this is the second piece of this. And so I'd like you to just take a deep breath. We're going to settle into that space behind our eyes just to get started. from the base of the spine to the center of the earth. I'd like you to just allow that earth energy to start to flow in a grounding cord. It doesn't need to be a huge grounding cord because we want to move around a lot. It can just be very light. And then from the top of the head, I'd like you to just allow that cosmic energy to start to flow through the top of the head. Start to filter through the back channels of the spine through those many energy centers of the body into that first chakra, base of the spine. And you can allow uh, some of that earth energy and cosmic energy to mix as it starts to flow up the front channels of the spine. You're going to allow some of that energy to flow over from the throat, over the shoulders, down the arms, down the palms of the hands. Great. You just allow that cosmic and earth energy to flow, and some of it might spout off the top of your head. And then we want to bring that aura in super tight, like six inches around your body. On, in some meditations, we want our auras really big. Others, we want it really tight. And this is one of those times. We just kind of want to get that idea of our space well-defined. Okay. So I'd like you to imagine a Merkaba or a six-pointed star around you. And we're going to use this as we sort of navigate the cosmos. And uh, we want to start off with like this triangle-shaped energy with a base below your feet and the point above your head might have a color to it. And then I'd like you to allow another one that's sort of upside down with the base above your head and the point below your feet. So you're in this kind of star-like structure. 
Just make it big enough for you to be in. Make sure it's roomy enough, it's comfy enough. We're going to allow a little grounding cord from that Merkaba to the center of the earth. And like I say, it doesn't have to be gigantic. It could be light. That's fine. Just going to keep you tethered to the earth. And then from sort of the top area of that Merkaba, we're going to connect it to the sun. So we can be connected to that solar light from our own cosmic sun. As we get out there in the universe, there's lots of other suns. <laughs> so we want to be orientated to the one we see every day. So just take a deep breath and notice that you're in this light trance state already. And I'd like you to just imagine that as a spirit, you're going to hang out on the top of your head now. Seventh chakra. Might look like a crown in there. And you're kind of in the middle of it. And I'd like you to just gather up your energy. Just call all of your energy to you up into that top of the head area. So from the bottom, soles of the feet, base of the spine, any of that uh, energy in the legs, in the hips, any of those uh, energetic centers that are percolating right now, I'd like you to call up all that energy into the seventh chakra, top of the head. Any energy in the arms, in the heart, in the throat, center of the head. I'd like you to just sort of compile it all up into the top of your head, into that crown chakra. When we do this, you're able to move around really super fast out there in the cosmos. So I'd like you to just turn your attention away from the home space right now as you've gathered up all your energy. Your body might feel a little limp, a little floppy. That's okay. I'd like you to just notice so you could turn your attention to this sort of buzzing energy of the Merkaba as it moves away from Earth. You can turn your attention to, let's say, the moon right now. So you're speeding away from Earth, from your home base. You're kind of sailing on past Earth. You might be passing by the moon right now. And we're heading on out to the asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter. You might notice they sort of pop up. And the asteroid we're going to visit is called Pallas, also known as Pallas Athena. Pallas is really famous for having lots of genius and intellect type energy. It's also very creative type and warrior archetype of energy. So I'd like you to just make your way to that asteroid called Pallas. You might see Ceres off into the distance. And Pallas is like the third largest asteroid, if that helps. You might notice it looks a little bit like with a twinge of blue, maybe even a baby blue. 
a little bit of gray. And I'd like you to just notice that in this Merkaba, you've traveled very fast with all your energy collected. And I'd like you to just land softly on the surface of Pallas for now. You might notice that that surface looks very different from Ceres. It seems like things are very smooth here. There might be formations, but they're all sort of smooth. I'd like you to notice that you do have a gift for palace, like a housewarming gift or a hostess gift, and I'd like you to present that to the surface of Pallas right now. You might be greeted by other beings. You might set it on the surface of Pallas, whatever that is for you. Great. You might notice some other structures on Pallas that you might want to explore a little bit later. But for now, we're just going to sort of drop right inside into the center of palace. And as you drop down and you have your Merkaba about you, you might be landing softly into an outdoor type of courtyard. You might notice different formations of foliage or trees or um, they might be called something else on palace, but it sort of looks like greenery, <laughs> plant-like objects. You might notice that there might be teams of beings that meet, greet you. You might notice where you just would rather walk around and just observe. There might be other animal-like objects that you want to check out. Great. So I'd like you to just notice the feeling here, what you're experiencing. If you're meeting a couple of beings, I'd like you to just notice that you can come back to the space anytime. And I'd like you to return to the surface of Pallas. And when you're at that top of the surface of Pallas again, you're on sort of the outside of Pallas. I'd like you to set your sights on a new asteroid called Juno. 
Juno is a little bit farther away, although it is still a pretty large asteroid. But I'd like you to just notice that it's easy to move from Pallas to Juno with that Merkaba around you. I'd like you to remember that you have a gift ready for Juno. And I'd like you to make your way to the surface of that asteroid. And as you start to touch down, I'd like you to just notice the surface that you've landed on. Are there flower-type objects? Other rock or sort of smooth formations? You might notice the different structures, different objects or entities that you might come in contact with. I'd like you to present your gift to Juno, whether that's, you know, lying um, that object down on the ground, handing it over to a Juno being. (laughs) And for some of you, you might just want to walk around the surface. And for others of you, you might want to drop deep inside of the asteroid Juno. Just let that Merkaba slowly float down to the center. In this center spot, you might notice a lake. And kind of the scene, you can see beings off into the distance. You might see different colors here different watery substances. You might notice that you've been here before. You might notice other structures off into the distance. Notice that you feel really comfortable here. Great. For some of you, you might have a group of beings to interact with. For others, it might be one or two. Great, just take a deep breath. Start noticing the other energies around you. And I'd like you to leave this spot in the middle of Juno 
as it is, you can return to the spot anytime. And let's return to the surface. Just sort of notice the outside of Juno again and kind of what color that was, uh, Juno was for you. It might look a little bit purple. Might look like a different color. And from this spot, we're going to start to make our way over to the asteroid Vesta. So let's take another deep breath. Notice all that energy that we have sort of piled into that crown chakra right now in the middle of our Merkaba. I'd like you to move out of this Juno space to this other asteroid called Vesta. Vesta is about 100 million miles from Earth, if that helps. And you might notice maybe Mars or Jupiter being a little bit closer to Vesta. And as you make your way there, you might notice the color of what that Vesta asteroid looks like. And as you start to land that Merkaba on Vesta, remember that you do have a gift. And as you start to land softly on that surface, I'd like you to just notice that you'll see a temple in the background, and I'd like you to make your way there with your gift. This temple might look like something you've seen before, but maybe not on earth. And I'd like you to just make your way to the center of that temple on the surface. And I'd like you to present your gift there. You might notice other beings that are greeting you. Or you might be by yourself. Or it might be just one being that you greet. Great. So from this temple spot, I'd like you to just allow yourself to be taken to the center of Vesta. And as you drop slowly into that space, I'd like you to just notice that you're in another area you can see buildings, maybe a marketplace. There's pools of water, maybe a waterfall in the background. Just sort of notice what you can and what you can take in. You might see colors that you've never seen before. You might hear sounds on Vesta that you've never heard before. You might notice there's a place where there are other portals that you can 
navigate from Vesta to other parts of the universe. You might notice what those look like. You might notice other temples in here. And just as a last step, I'd like you to notice what you're experiencing and what you're feeling. And then I'd like you to make your way back to the surface of Vesta. Back to that temple that you were just in. And let's move our way back to the place where you first landed. then I'd like you to turn your attention back to earth as you see this little blue-green marble way out into space. I'd like you to just imagine that you're making your way back to earth. It's a very quick trip. And as you sort of zoom past the moon and earth is right in front of you, I'd like you to just make your way back to your home base. And so as you kind of start to open your eyes or make your way out of meditation, I'd like you to just allow that energy to start to circulate your body again, that earth and cosmic energy. You can allow that concentrated energy on top of your head to start to filter through the rest of your body. And as we come out of meditation, I'd just like to let you know that you can come back to this anytime. You can visit these asteroids as much as you like. We didn't ask a lot of questions this time because it was more exploratory, but you can certainly go back and talk to the different meeting beings that you met. So we'll leave you here. So stay tuned for more on Inflow Radio. surfing the psychic waves with me today on inflowradio.com you can find me on twitter at christina surfing or find me surfing the psychic waves on soundcloud or on facebook and let me know what waves you're surfing this show is brought to you by inflowradio.com the best curated talk radio network for personal development, wellness, spirituality, and conscious business.